Hello and welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we usually discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Ideally, today I'd be spending some time recapping two wins for the Bruins over this past weekend against the Buffalo Sabres on Friday and against the Toronto Maple Leafs on Saturday. The Bruins would have 104 points. David Pasternak would have 50 goals. Tuka Rask would be solidifying his case for a Vesna Trophy finalist bid. Uh, but alas, here we are in the uh, coronavirus era where all games are suspended uh, and the league has issued a further update, which I'll get to in a minute. Uh, but before we get into all that, I'd like to remind you that you can keep up with the Lockdown Boston Bruins podcast by following the show on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins. You can also find me at Ian C. McLaren. Subscribe to Lockdown Boston Bruins on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, wherever else you listen. Uh, please also rate and review. That would be very much appreciated. To kick off today's show, as I mentioned, we'll take a look at the latest around the hockey world with respect to the coronavirus. Uh, later on, we'll do a quick history lesson and talk about why the Stanley Cup final was canceled in 1919. And then thirdly, we will uh, take a look at what you can expect on the podcast moving forward. Now, first of all, I just want to say I hope everyone out there is doing well. I thank you for taking some time to listen to uh, the podcast. I hope it can be a pleasant distraction amid all that is going on. I know a lot of people are worried about uh, being out of work for the next several weeks, uh, you know, just being quarantined, feeling isolated and alone, uh, and just know that I'll be Still putting out some content and hope that it can help in some small way. Um, I also want to mention that there has been no word yet from the Boston Bruins as to uh, how and when they will be compensating TD Garden employees. Uh, The only uh, update that they have given so far was a uh, message from Zdeno Chara. And uh, this is what he had to say. Hello, fans. Big Z here. Hopefully everyone is safe and healthy. I know how much you guys miss hockey. Uh, We do too. But uh, right now there are more important things. So till then, stay safe, um, disciplined, and clean. So hopefully see you guys soon. Take care. Yeah. Over the weekend, Bruins forward Brad Marchand tweeted out a uh, GoFundMe that has been set up um, to support uh, TD Garden workers who will lose considerable and critical income during the suspension of events uh, in that building. Bruins and Celtics fans should step up and help these families fill the void caused by this terrible health crisis. We should come together as a community to demonstrate our strength mutual loyalty and commitment. So far, there's about $32,000 that has been raised. Uh, but we all know that, you know, Jeremy Jacobs and family are worth upwards of $3.5 billion. And I would really hope and expect that they will fall in line with several other NHL teams who have committed to uh, 
paying their arena employees uh, over the course of the uh, suspension of play around the NHL, around the sports world in general. Now, I mentioned the NHL released a updated uh, statement regarding player activity and movement during the season pause, and this is what they had to say. Uh, in light of uh, the CDC's new directive on large events and mass gatherings issued Sunday covering the next eight weeks, and in case you missed that, I think they recommended that there be no gatherings of more than 50 people uh, around the U.S. for the next eight weeks. Uh, the NHL announced the following on Monday. Number one, effective immediately, players can opt to return home, meaning outside of the club's home city including outside of North America to the extent that flights are available. So David Pasternak, for example, could uh, travel home to be with his family in the Czech Republic if he so desired. Number two, the self-quarantine period should continue within the player's home through and including Friday, March 27th, unless a longer period may be required in accordance with local mandates related to travel. Players should continue to report immediately any symptoms or testing results to club medical staff. Number three, at the end of the self-quarantine period, and depending on world developments between now and then, consideration will be given to allowing the opening of club facilities to players in scheduled and coordinated small groups for voluntary training and care of the players on the same basis as in the off-season. So basically, uh, they'll assess whether or not, say, Warrior Ice Arena can be open so that players can start to skate and remain in game shape. And finally, they said, our objective will be that, in addition to continuing regular updates, we will be able to provide high-level guidance on the potential of opening a training camp period roughly 45 days into the 60-day period covered by the CDC's directive, meaning, uh, you know, this directive would lead up until, I think, about May 10th, so the NHL, I guess, is aiming a couple weeks prior to that to be able to uh, have these kind of mini training camps so that ideally they'd be open to uh, returning to game action once that eight-week uh, window has uh, closed. So that's kind of the latest uh, from the NHL in terms of how they are approaching uh, these uh, lockdowns and uh, stoppages of large events, basically. I think uh, former Bruin Blake Wheeler said it best on Twitter, where he said, what a week life as we know it has changed. Let's take care of each other. Stay home and limit your exposure to keep yourself and those in your community safe. And, you know, there's not really much else we can do other than that uh, at the moment. I know there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of uh, anxiety out there. A lot of people wondering how they're going to make it through this time. You know, even if they don't get sick, just the economic and financial implications, not being able to work. Uh, and, you know, I don't really have all the answers, but I don't really have any answers, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, again, uh, podcasts will still go on and hopefully uh, we can come together and uh, just help uh each other get through this time. Now, if you've been a listener to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. 
You may not know that Locked On Boston Bruins is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Bruins fans, just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Bruins fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses, especially during these trying times. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcasts.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcasts.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Today, I thought I'd take a quick look back at what exactly happened to the Stanley Cup in 1919, the only previous year in which uh, the Stanley Cup final was canceled for reasons other than uh, a work stoppage. Now, back in the day, the Stanley Cup wasn't an exclusively NHL trophy. Uh, So in 1919, the uh, Cup was uh, being contested for does that make sense was being yeah uh by the winner of the pacific coast hockey association which was the seattle metropolitans against the nhl champion montreal Canadiens. Uh, both teams had won two games lost two and tied one before health officials were forced to cancel the deciding game of the series uh, most of the Canadians' players and their manager george kennedy had fallen ill with a strain of the flu and were hospitalized, leaving only three healthy players. Uh, The flu would claim the life of Canadians defenseman Joel Hall four days after um, it was announced that the final would not be going on, and Kennedy was permanently weakened by the illness, and it led to his death a few years later. Um, The sixth and deciding game of the series was scheduled to be played on April 1st, but again, an outbreak of Influenza caused several players on both teams to become seriously ill. Um, A lot of the Canadians, like I mentioned, were hospitalized or sick in bed with fevers between 101 and 105. Um, Therefore, Game 6 was cancelled just five and a half hours before it was scheduled to start. Um, Kennedy said he was going to forfeit the Cup to Seattle, but manager and coach of the Metropolitans, Pete Muldoon, refused to accept the Cup in a forfeiture, um, seeing that it was a c- catastrophic illness that was causing the Canadians lineup to be short of players. Kennedy did ask to use players from uh, the Victoria team of the uh, Pacific Coast Hockey Association, but uh, president of the league, Frank Patrick, refused the request. Um, as I mentioned, Joe Hall, defenseman for the Canadians, uh, did die of pneumonia brought about by this strain of the flu. Uh, His funeral was held in Vancouver on April 8th that year with most team members attending, uh, and he was buried in Brandon, Manitoba, his home place. Manager George Kennedy was also stricken, like I said. His condition continued to decline. Um, He seemed to recover and was released from the hospital, but again, he never really truly recovered and uh, he did die a few years later. So no official Stanley Cup winner was declared in 1919, and nothing was engraved onto the trophy. 
until 1948 when the cup was redesigned and a new collar was added to include those teams um, that did not engrave their names on the trophy themselves. But the following text was added. It simply reads, 1919, Montreal Canadiens, Seattle Metropolitans, series not completed. There's at least one notable player who you might recognize from that series, uh, George Vesna. Of course, the Vesna Trophy was later named after him, and our own Tuka Rask is a former winner of that trophy and was in line to be in uh, contention for it again this season. Uh, now, the flu that was the H1N1 virus, uh, it was the first time that this particular virus caused a deadly uh, pandemic, the second being uh, the swine flu back in 2009. The Spanish flu, as it was called, infected 500 million people around the world, or about 27% of the then world population, uh, including people on isolated Pacific islands in the Arctic. Uh, the death toll from the Spanish flu of 1919 is estimated to be have been anywhere from 17 to 50 million. So a bit of a rough estimate there, I guess, possibly as high as 100 million, making it one of the deadliest epidemics in human history. So obviously it's understandable that they uh, took the precaution of canceling the Stanley Cup final at the time and, you know, really uh, reminds us of the importance of uh, social distancing. Now, I have a personal story about the swine flu of 2009. Uh, my wife and I were living in Scotland uh, that year, and we were uh, traveling home. We had taken a three-week uh, train tour of Europe, and we had spent a few days at a resort along the uh, Spanish coast, and then went to Barcelona. Uh, and from there, we were headed to London uh, in order to spend a few days there before flying home from Heathrow Airport. Now, the flight that we took from Barcelona to London uh, was very early in the morning, so we decided to head there uh, the previous night and sleep there and save money on a hotel or a hostel. Turned out to be a bad decision because somewhere uh, between Barcelona and London, we came down with the swine flu, and um, it took a few days for the symptoms to hit. But yeah, it was it was pretty bad. We. Um, Spent a couple of days at some friends, uh, with some friends, and not quite sure if we infected them, really. Uh, we didn't really ask afterwards. It was a bit of an awkward conversation to have. But um, we tried to go to Oxford for the day. No, Cambridge. No, Oxford. I can't remember which, but that's how bad it was. Um, you know, we had to cut that short because neither of us were feeling well. Once we did go to a hotel... Uh, for the last couple nights, we weren't allowed to check in uh, right away in the morning. So we had to wait until two or three o'clock. And we literally took our packs into a park and just lie down uh, in the park for multiple hours because we just couldn't move. Uh, we were afraid that we wouldn't be let onto the plane to come home. But thankfully, it had cleared up uh, before then. And um, yeah, it was uh, it was not fun at all. Anyways, all that to say, not to go all dollop on you, but there is historical precedence for the Stanley Cup uh, not being awarded uh, apart from work stoppages. And, you know, to be quite honest, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's the road that we're going down. This eight-week 
um, recommendation certainly extends what the league was hoping would be a, a few week suspension of the season. And um, it really looks like uh, the NHL season is in question, uh, which is a huge bummer knowing that uh, the Bruins did have a great chance of, uh, you know, winning the president's trophy, entering the playoffs as the Stanley cup favorites, avenging last year's loss and all that. Um, now there's some questions about, you know, Zidane Chara's future with the team. He's a UFA soon to turn 43, there's some question about Tory Krug, whether he's played his last game as a Bruin. We'll get into all of that uh, down the road. Uh, but for now, yeah, I just wanted to bring up that uh, historical precedent. And, um, you know, again, uncertain times, but uh, we can and we will get through it together. Now, with all that said, what can you now expect from a podcast called Locked On Boston Bruins when there is no Boston Bruins hockey to speak of well uh like i said i'm gonna try my best to bring some uh, content for y'all over the next however many weeks um right now up here in ontario it is march break so i was expecting uh you know some distractions with the kids around they're actually going to be off school for at least two additional weeks um so my schedule is a bit up in the air i do work from home so Already kind of self-isolated for the last couple of years that way. Um, but I'll try my best to get out uh, the podcast on a pretty regular, consistent schedule, similar to what we have kind of midday. Um, we will take some time to look at this season and, you know, answer questions like uh, how important was David Pasternak to the Bruins this season? Um, what was Charlie Coyle's impact? What might the team look like next season? And also try to check in with some people um, close to the team, uh, media-wise, or you know, fans as well. Uh, some of you guys who I know uh, follow and watch the team, uh, you know, as close, if not closer, than I do. Uh, I hope to do some fun stuff as well. I'm planning to uh, rewatch the Goon movies and review those for you guys. Um, I'm thinking of rereading the Bear Town books, uh, Bear Town and Us Against You, which are both amazing uh, books uh, that I highly recommend. Maybe we can try to do some sort of book club. Uh, maybe doing some looks at some uh, Boston Bruins books, the Bobby Orr uh, biography, My Game to go way back. Um, and do some readings from that. Who knows? There's a lot of uh, things up in the air and a lot of ideas floating around the Locked On Podcast Network. And I know that we're going to get some good quality content out there for you guys. And uh, if you have any ideas, suggestions, recommendations, uh, you can feel free to hit me up on Twitter at ENC McLaren. You can feel free to tweet at LO underscore Boston Bruins. We also do have a uh, email address that you can reach out to me at. It is locked on Boston Bruins at gmail.com. And I will be sure to uh, check that regularly and get back to you guys as promptly as I can. Uh, again, you know, I know it's an uncertain time. I know that a lot of people are anxious or scared or not really sure what to do. Uh, but. Uh, I know I'm in the same boat. 
and will do my best to uh, help keep you guys entertained and also informed. And um, yeah, like I said, we will get this through this together. My DM box is always open if anybody wants to reach out and um, let's just try to uh, make the best of this situation. And I really can't um, emphasize enough the importance of social distancing, even if you don't feel like, oh, and my son William has just popped in with a craft that he made and would like to say hi. Hi. All right, cool. What are you going to do now, Will? All right, enjoy that. Um, You know, chances are the majority of Locked On Boston Bruins listeners either A, won't get sick or won't be uh, physically affected by this virus. But, oh, here comes Henry. What's he, what do you got there, Henry? Birdhouse. house. Oh, very nice. What are you going to do now? Make a village. Enjoy that. Um, but, you know, again, uh, we could all be carriers of this. We all have people in our lives who may be uh, immunocompromised um, and, you know, could be affected by us going out carrying the disease and passing it on to them. So please be as careful as possible. Wash your hands. Don't go out. Uh, you know, don't be tempted to go out and hit the bars for St. Patrick's Day. It's it's really not worth it. As much social distancing as we can do um, really will go a long way to help uh, curb the spread of this virus and keep as many people safe as possible. So that that's the first uh, podcast of the first week of the COVID-19 era of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen. I hope I've expressed myself well here today. And again, the show will go on and we will, yeah, be back tomorrow with some more Locked On Boston Bruins content. I highly recommend you checking out the Locked On NHL show as well. They're going to be putting out some regular content uh, I believe today's focus is on the California teams. Uh, but yeah, whatever you have to do uh, to stay entertained and positive. I've been listening to some music this morning, which really helps. Uh, I'm looking forward to catching up on some shows tonight. Uh, you know, uh, looking forward to the new episode of Curb, Walking Dead, uh, the premiere of Westworld, Homeland still going strong, Better Call Saul on tonight. I saw... Community is going to be re-released on Netflix up here in Canada as of April 1st. I started watching the sitcom Life in Pieces. That's been really entertaining so far. Um, so yeah, Frozen 2's on Disney+. Plus. Anything you need to do to stay distracted and um, get more on a positive mental state, I recommend doing that. We went outside yesterday and went for a hike. Uh, which is really good too, a good form of social distancing as long as you avoid people along the way. If you can get out into nature, get out into the woods, walk by a river, those are all uh, really good things. Don't forget to take deep breaths and uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Stay safe and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Take care, friends.